Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 367 for the week of November 21st, 2015. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, with his lovely wife, Anna Marie Privetier. Why am I always lovely? With his headache-induced wife. I, what do you want to be? I don't... Uh, with his ugly wife, Anna Marie Privetier. What do you want to be? Bite me. <laughs> All right. His soon-to-be ex-wife, Anna Marie Privetier, and with joining us today from Jolly Old England, long-time no-see, Alex Fuller! Hello. Hi. Yeah. Alex says he's been too busy playing hockey to join us on a regular basis. I don't yeah, know if I believe much. him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, podcast. Hey, it's snowing. Anna? Yeah. Well, aren't you excited that it's, it's snowing? It's snowing! Okay. <laughs> I, I, a yes would have worked. <laughs> Is that it now? used up all your talking um it's well it's snowing less now at least it's snowing less now at least okay well we have to go although i'd be excited if we didn't have to go somewhere later we do it means i have to clear the driveway or something yeah or just drive really fast out of the garage <laughs> that's what i usually do it's just <laughs> the problem is is that then you get stuck trying to get into the driveway that'll be fine and if I mess up, I'll end up in someone else's driveway. It'll be fine. <laughs> no problems. Uh, Sophie is joining us. She's sitting on the router this morning. She's taking over for Simon, who's usually in the router during the podcast. And she's looking at me like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to just go on with the show. Anna Marie, what have you been playing this week? Everybody wants to know. Um. Well, I've been playing two new games, actually. So Fallout um, 4. N- no, no. Gosh, um, Star no. Wars Battlefront. No. Oh. Well, I don't know that anyone cares then. <laughs> All right. 2016. So Wait, I... what? Football Manager 2016. Yes, Anna. No. How's your team going? <laughs> Although I did find out that my brother is uh, a fan of Manchester United this week. And okay. I made sure that I cleared it with Alice, and she said it was fine. Okay. I didn't um, know that that... Hang on. Fine, a fan of Manchester. In Isn't Manchester in the middle of nowhere? No. No, it's one of the three biggest cities. Yeah, but it's like there's nothing to do there. Um, it's a huge city, Chris. No, people are complaining about this at where I work. They're like Manchester is where we might put a data center, but like it's got like it's not next to anything else. It's like saying there's nothing to do in Chicago. Well, no, it's just like saying that Chicago's not next to anything else relevant. Oh, well, okay. I um, I have been told See, I'm that... trying to understand this. This is why I'm asking these questions. I want to be an educated person about countries other than America, which I want to just say, hey, yeah, after I say America. Because... <laughs> Don't be a stereotype, Chris. Okay, I won't. Uh, now, Alex, you have to confirm this for me. Alice says, as long as it's not Tottenham, I'm good. It depends who you talk to. Oh. <laughs> we learned that there is a county in England named Wark. Yeah, because we were we shipped Alice a new microphone. And um we were trying to figure out why um Alice was um She said Hampshire, her county. Yeah, it's 
It was Oh, Hampshire. we shouldn't say that stuff out loud, should we? Um, I, it's kind of like saying we live in Wis- or Wisconsin. Okay. But instead, it was shortening it to something else. To Hants. H-A-N-T-S. And we were like, what the crap is Hants? Yeah. And it didn't... It's like I'd put it in and it just showed me Hampshire. I'm like, what's going on here? Do you understand this, Alex? Yeah. Hants is somehow shorthand for Hampshire? I'm guessing works is W-O-R-C-S. No, there's works and works. So Alice, okay. Alice said, oh, no, "Welcome to England. Welcome to England, home of Burks, Knots, Bucks, Beds, Works, and Works." Okay, that's yeah. probably Warwickshire. Then. Yes. Which we we thought we were really confused. We thought it was the Chocobo Forest, <laughs> but apparently it's not. No, certainly not. No, get a black Chocobo in there and just fly around. All right. So <laughs> that was our English adventure this week. Yeah, you guys are weird. Right. Okay. Hans. So back to the conversation. How do you get Hans? There's no Z in Hampshire. I don't understand it. It's H A N T S. There's no. But there's no there's N no T. In either. There's no T in Hampshire. There's no N. <laughs> I guess confusing when you get Northamptonshire, which is N Hans. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everything should be enhanced. Uh, good times. So, um, on Tuesday, I was like, I should download the Stella Glow demo because we haven't really discussed the game on the podcast and it would be good to discuss it this week. Yes. And so I played through the demo and then immediately purchased the game. Yeah. Way to go, (laughs) self-control. So Stella Glow is a TRPG with harem elements. And I don't know how else to describe... An anonymous hyena just joined our spreadsheet. Anyways, I don't know how better to describe it. And it's actually a surprisingly complex game, and I'm really enjoying it. And I think the reason that I'm enjoying it, even though it's a ridiculously complex game, is because they sort of introduce all of these things to you. Um, in sort, of, They dole it out to you in at like a steady, really great pace. So it's like, this is how combat works. This is how magic works. This is how having multiple people on your team works. This is how having multiple team with all sorts of different weapons works. And here's your abilities. And here is um, songs. And here is conducting. And so they are sort of introducing you to all of these concepts one after another. But they're doing it in such a really good way that it feels very, very smooth. Are you really just excited to play a tutorial? Is that what's going on? No, because it doesn't feel like a tutorial. Oh, okay. And so what they've done is um, it's a TRPG and then it has relationship elements. And so you're gathering girls because that's what you do. And Harem game. It's a harem game. And so um, there's a few things that you can do sort of with both the girls and with other people. And so your time is divided between mission time or your TRPG goodness 100%. And then um, you have free time. And during your free time, you can go shopping. You can do part-time jobs for money. You And then, of course, you can spend time with people. And so as you develop relationships, both with the girls, which is the, the kind of important part, and with other people in your party, um, you gain additional new abilities for them. And so some of the abilities are passive abilities. So, for example, when I stand beside one of my guys, he will give me 5% dodge. And when I stand beside one of my girls, I get 5% aim. 
And those really start to come into play into how you end up sort of moving as a group or individually with these different characters around the battle field. And so it's really cool to sort of see those elements really interacting together. Um, the other thing that you can do is called tuning. And so you go into this garden and the girls trip down to their um, uh, What? And then what? you dive into their minds to Wait, fix what? their bad feelings. Okay, that sounds like all sorts of illegal and immoral combined into one. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I guess their ages aren't really... You're negative. diving into their minds, which means you can manipulate them to feel good about you, which is... Uh, you're taking advantage of them. You're a terrible person. I'm, I'm helping fix you're them. A ter you, oh, fix them. Is that what you're calling it? Yep. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You should be ashamed. So that's been fun so far. Yeah, I bet it has. Um, I am actually really impressed with the amount of voice acting is in that game. There's a lot of things that I didn't expect to be voice acted because they're relatively minor. And there's like hours of VA in there. I'm so impressed. Also, I'm pretty sure that the songs are sung by like real people. Like actual idol groups or something. Because they're all really, really nicely done. Mm -hmm. So um, basically the story of the game is... God created this nice empire and then the empire forgot about God. So God was like, you guys are jerks and sent down angels to slay everybody who wasn't worshiping God. And a hero rose up um, and went to the moon and told God to sit his butt down and behave. And he did. But because... <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. I mean, they, they do it in a little more artsy fashion. Um, okay. And so... Because of God's wrath, um, music no longer exists. And the only people who can sing and create music are witches. And they each get their own set of songs. All right. So the only thing that's kind of weird is you get the song stone, which is basically a nice way of saying a weird looking knife. And to get the girls to Now sing, you're stabbing the girls, aren't you? Yes. Oh, come on! And to get the girls to sing their songs, basically you tip them backwards and stab them in the collarbone where they're... It's like, it's as if they were wearing a necklace and the gem sits at the bottom of their collarbone. Uh-huh. So you basically stab them in the throat and they sing. Great. I'll have to show it to you, Chris. It's oh, kind of yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited to see this barbarism. Atlas released this crap? It's not crap. It's good. It's got one, two, a few weird bits. Just a few, huh? Yes. Just a few. All right. And um, uh -huh. then yesterday, you were looking for information on um, Super Mystery Pokemon Crawling Dungeon. Okay. Super Mystery Dungeon, yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Edition, Pokemon plus Super Ungood. Dungeon. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, there's no reviews. No one is covering this. Why is no one covering this? Because there's no review copies that were sent out. Yeah. So it sounds like no one got review copies. No one got it early. Which honestly doesn't surprise me because we're in the middle of the extreme busy season and who in their right mind is going to review Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon over everything else that's coming out right now? I guess... Seems a little weird to me, but all right, carry on. Um, so I played it for about two hours this morning, and they have done a really good job with this one. 
Because normally in the other games, it's sort of like, here's an hour and a half of story. Now you can go to a dungeon. And this is like, I'm a Pokemon? Great, let's go to a dungeon. And so they do all of the sort of... Yeah, you, um, you really don't spend a lot of time fretting. You don't. It's like, you're a Pokemon. Panic oh, later. Time to go to the dungeon. Dungeon now. Yes. And so they do a really good job of sort of, here's the basics of the game. We're going to teach you how to not die and the consequences of dying. Go explore dungeons. And there's actually like a whole section of tips and tutorials and stuff in the menu. But if you don't need to read them, you don't have to. Sorry, I have hiccups. And so after like the first 30 minutes of dungeon crawling, then they throw you into the story for about an hour and then they put you back into the dungeons. So I'm really impressed by the, the, the gameplay flow changes that they've done so far. So I am a Lucario. Riolu. Riolu. You're not a real Lucario yet. Okay. I'm you need a Riolu. To level up. Um, I did the quiz and I got Piplup, but I didn't want to be a... It was too cold. You wanted to warm up. Yeah, I didn't want to be a fire, water, grass. And so I chose Riolu because okay. fighting is... It's like the only fighting option. Okay. And uh, my companion is Fennekin. Okay. And yeah, it's been fun so far. I'm level eight. I have a cool set of moves. I like countering. Countering is fun. And it, I mean, other than that, it's it's a lot of more of the same. So if you've played a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, particularly the one prior to this on, I don't remember if it was DS or 3DS. But um, if you yeah, played the one prior to this, don't expect me to answer. I don't know. It is very very similar. Mm -hmm. So if you enjoy that style of gameplay, uh, jump in because it's good so far. Okay. So more of the same. Yes. Hour long Pokemon cutscene says Silktail. Is that basically what happened? Um, kind of. But again, it was set after you get to learn how to do a dungeon and stuff. And I just appreciate it. That was such a small change, but it made such a big difference in the way that I approached the game. Wait, what was? The way that they put um, the dungeons first and then the story second. Oh. Just okay. let me jump into the, into the, the game, game world that much faster. And I feel a lot more invested now. Okay. Which is funny because Doug was complaining that he felt this one started a lot slower. And I feel like it starts way faster. Hmm. It's kind of contradiction. All right. So uh, not enough really to do a review yet. No. <laughs> All right. Did you play anything else? Well, I guess you played Stella Glow and you talked about that. Is that it? Um, kind of like I played a little bit of wow and I feel like I yeah. played something else that I'm just kind of blanking on. Oh, I've played more, um, uh, uh, void, um, trails in the sky. No, I didn't play. I, I might've played a little bit last weekend. Oh my gosh. Legacy of the void. Legacy of the void. Starcraft. Yeah. Starcraft yeah, yeah. So 2. Legacy Starcraft of two. the void. So stuff gets real fast in that game. As in speed or as... Uh... Story-wise. Okay. Just things happen very quickly in that game. Good? And if, and if I say anything else, I feel okay. like I'll Yeah, you'd be spoiling. It. So is that a good thing? You like in the story clips? Um, it definitely makes you get invested very quickly. Okay. 
So, yeah. Good so far. Um, I just, I need to remember to build more warp gates faster. That's my weakness right now. I do like there's been a lot of mission variety, too. So, yay for that. It's hard to talk about that game because it's so, it's the third part of a massive storyline that I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Well, then don't. Okay. What have you been playing, Chris? Have I Fallout 4? have been playing Fallout 4, where I was constructing additional pylons. No, really, oh, I did. I constructed wait. a pylon. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much most of what I've been doing on Fallout 4. Is constructing pylons and, and other things to... Yeah. Have you been... Okay, so, so Alex has been playing Fallout 4 as well. How have you been... I don't even know where to start with this game. So we can agree that constructing stuff is fun, right? Yep. Okay. And Although awkward sometimes. Awkward, sure. But uh, are you doing like the fancy Minecrafty? I'm going to build a giant electronic display to display illicit images in my game, or are you doing more the I'm just going to build houses and move more people in? Yeah, I'm just trying the housing thing. That other thing. Yeah. The yeah. I, I fancy billboards requires effort. And yeah. exactly. All right. Good. No, I'm I'm with you there. And it's all about planting as many mush or potato plants as you can, assigning people. Raising the stats of the settlements. And then I have to ask you a question, Alex. What are we doing this for? Um, yeah. Have you figured out any benefit, really, to doing all this settlement stuff? No, not really. Well, not, nothing tangible, no. Yeah, I'm... I guess you can sort of end up being able to craft fancy stuff at the end of it, but... Can yeah. you? I, I, have, I don't have a clue about how that would actually work. No, I think, well, I guess I can have villagers collecting, end up sort of collecting stuff and giving you crafting materials, which you can use to make mini nukes or something at the end of... <laughs> mini <laughs> like how it goes to mini nukes, but all right. That's kind of it, huh? Maybe, but yeah, otherwise it's just the joy of making light. It's and like, I figured there'd be, if you're going to invest all this time in, in... Well, basically the same reason you've kind of placed city or city skylines. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why they don't have more tangible rewards for you. Like, un, you know, a bigger supply of ammo or um, really nice weapon upgrades or, uh, every t you know, if you've got a well-stocked settlement, every time you come back after a day or two in the wasteland, they've got a bunch of Radaway packs for you to pick up or something, you know? And it's like, no, none of that. Instead, you're sent back out in the wasteland to shoot more ghouls in the face. Which is it just me or are there a lot of ghouls in this game that you have to oh, shoot? Yeah. This game is about shooting ghouls in the face. I don't know that I like shooting ghouls in the face. Do you like shooting ghouls in the face? Um, there's not much variation between them. No, no, there's not. And then occasionally you find a super mutant camp where the most important thing is to scout first to see if there's any of those suiciders around. Because if there are, they're going to throw a nuke in your face that's attached to their arm, and so you need to shoot their arm first. Otherwise, you will blow up, and then you have to reload, and that's no fun. Yeah, that's got to be difficult for melee characters. I <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think the game is balanced around a philosophy of kind of do whatever you want. I think the game is balanced around a philosophy of shoot things in the face from very far away. So I had a friend... I wasn't enjoying the gunplay in this game, and a friend at work was like, hey, get a sniper rifle, build it up as much as you can, and start sniping things from far away. 
I'm like, hmm. All right, I'll give that a shot. And lo and behold, it's it makes the combat scenarios a lot easier, in my opinion. And you can just hide and do snipe sneak attacks, and that's like really nice. Um, so I don't know what what how are you playing the game, Alex? Yeah, I'm mostly building up the settlement and then just going and doing random quests that I can be bothered. So I I'm cheating in Fallout Four. So yeah, I'm not sort of fully into it at the moment. I'm just killing time. Ah. So I'm cheating in that I I have I'm a playing on the PC, so I have the console, and I said screw this. I'm setting all my stats to ten because I want to have more options in situations. And it, the funny part is, I feel like I have a few more options in situations, and that I can pick lock successfully now, but not really making a big difference as far as I can tell. This game isn't really balanced around having player choice, in my opinion. But I want to know what sort of builds you went for, since you're probably not cheating. Uh, I usually go for intelligent stuff and charisma, just because I enjoy that stuff more. So, yep. yeah, as you say, Fallout 4 is not really built in that... No, and that's what I chosen as Why? well. I put 10 points into Int and 10 points into Charisma and like one point into everything else when I started my character. And I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be fun. I'm going to have good conversations. I'm going to you know, talk my way out of things. And instead, no, the game seems to be very much biased towards shooting ghouls in the face. And if you're not you know, ready to do that, you're going to have a heck of a time, it seems. And so, yeah... That's why I boosted all my other stats. I'm like, well, forget this. I'm, you know, let's figure out what the game wants me to do. Then maybe I can start over or just keep cheating. I'm going to keep cheating. My my progression is not fully ruined, though, because I still need to level up and get point perk points every level and put those into different things. Have you uh, chosen any interesting perks? Um, Not really. I think mine are just generally slightly useful for shooting stuff. Okay. I, I took the one that gives you the quest marker icon because that's really useful, um, and then some scavenging boosting so that I can get more parts to put into my base building because you know building base is one of the fun things. I don't know, man. This game's story is a little weird. Oh, 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 oh. That's right. I I did find one area that I actually do like interacting with people in, and that's the town of Good Neighbor. If you haven't been to Good Neighbor. And I would recommend you go there because it's a nice area. And uh, people, some interesting stuff happens there. And they got a fun side quest with a character called the Silver Shroud. And so, so far, that's the one area I found that I actually like. So, Yeah, I've heard other people praise that area as being one of the better ones. But yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So. Okay. Yeah, it, it'll show up on your map soon enough if you keep doing the story. Yeah, I, I could think. probably go there if I decide to actually do something constructive. <laughs> Instead, you're just going to keep building more bases? Yeah. So, so are you focusing on one base or building lots of bases? I'm focusing on sort of the main original, sort of the first Sanctuary? base. Sanctuary? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Too much effort to try and build up more than one. It and is I a lot think of effort. I've, I've unlocked a few of the others, but I just sort of leaving them to own devices. And when you don't know that there's any benefit to building up more than one, it's kind of like, well, why am I going to spend that effort? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I know you can do supply lines if you get local leader perk 2, which lets you access the stuff you have stored in each town from any other town, but... Yeah, I do that. Beyond as far as that, I can tell, all my other towns are just giving the other place food, and... Yeah. I'm not sure how it affects anything, but... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Maybe we need some user mods to make this game finished or something. I don't know. 
Maybe the, maybe they'll release like DLC. You know, like uh, Skyrim had DLC that specifically around like player housing. Maybe Fallout Four will have DLC specifically around making your towns matter more. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I gotta say, um, I find myself making myself play some Fallout Four, and I can get some enjoyment out of it if I put some effort into it. But really, my mind has been floating more back towards Tales of Zestiria as the game that I'm more interested in playing right now. And because that game has a great story so far, and it's all anime, and I like that crap, and I like the music, and I press X a lot. Alex, you're playing Tales of Asteria as well, right? Yeah, slowly. Did you finish it? I don't know. Um, No, nowhere near. Oh, you just touched it? Are you enjoying it, or did you not get into it? Uh, I'm enjoying it. I don't think it's... It's not really anywhere near my favorite Tales game, but it's a lot of fun. I do the story is pretty interesting, so I like the characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm liking it. It's just not my absolute favorite one so far. Oh uh, well, see, I haven't played that many Tales games, so just a couple actually. I think this and one other one. So hmm. I am steadily getting into the battle system more and more, though. So that's going good. I think that's sort of one way you've got to spend a bit of time just getting used to how things work. And the combo system in this game is crazy. I or the the every every all the system. There's yeah. so many systems in Zestiria, and every fight ends with like another pop up tutorial about here's another thing to think about. Here's another thing to think about. And then there's all these monoliths that you have to go check on because they give you action points which you need to equip abilities that make the game more playable. And then when you read those monoliths they give you another tutorial screen about here's how this system works and here's how this system works. And somehow you're supposed to remember all this stuff and put it together and actually learn how to actually play this game. And I'm failing miserably. Uh, See I think I figured out which ones I can safely ignore going forward. (laughs) Okay. That's like one most way to of it do is it. that stuff at the end of battle where it says, "I think the equipment has leveled up or whatever." Yeah. I'm just I decided to completely ignore that. All right. The skill system I'm half paying attention to, but again, don't care too much about. So. It, but yeah, and but like it matters because the elements matter, and then there's status effects. Apparently, I have no idea how they work, and somehow I have to figure out how what's weak to what elements and use those elements and I have to execute certain combos at certain times and then there's charged things that happen after successfully executing other combos. I don't get it at all. Alex, the skits, they have skits about the combo system in this game, all right? There's there's skits about how to use the battle system. That's... So you know what I did, Alex? You turn it too easy and follow back. No... Um, I did worse than that. I view myself on this podcast as having responsibility to, you know, I've been looking for like what, what my role is here. And I think I've decided at least for a while now, um, for the foreseeable future that my role is to kind of try and get a taste of all the games so we can talk about them a bit on the show and make sure we've got someone who, you know, who's interacted with most of them. Um, but also... To spend time doing the crap that you might not otherwise want to interact with or see as worth your time or money to interact with. Which is, you know, part of why I felt okay cheating in Fallout 4. Because you guys are going to play it legitimately, that's fine. Here you get to hear from one of the cheaters and how his experience goes because you're going to play it legitimately. And, well, 
I've gone ahead and taken the next step, and I paid Namco Bandai money to cheat in Tales of Zestiria. I bought the eleven ninety nine speedrun pack. <laughs> <laughs> so I boosted my levels by thirty five. I have settings that double my gold drop, double my experience drop, double my battle grade, and double um, uh, how fast I learn new arts, which I don't even know how I learn new arts. I've still not figured that out. I just know that you somehow learn new arts. Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, you get them sometimes when you level up. And uh, Well, I've made it faster, though I can't see what my progress is. Oh, Apparently, know, I've made yeah, it faster. I know in previous ones, you sort of have to use different arts a certain number of times, and it would unlock. Yeah. And, and then there's these two things that you can turn on that enable star battles or, or cats enemies or star enemies in battles, one of which drops items and one of which drops like equipment or something like that. I actually turned those off because that was like, okay, that's too much even for me. I don't need new items after every single freaking battle. But Yeah, I'm... I get more than enough items exactly. in normal mode. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now, here's the funny part thing. I, I turned all that crap on. I leveled up my 35 levels. My characters are all like level 55 now, and I'm just in Last and Bell. I'm not that far into the game. And I didn't feel like the battles got any easier at first. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. Aren't I supposed to be overpowered now? Not really, at least not against certain enemies, especially if you're doing them wrong. So I I must have just gone into a boss battle where I was doing things just absolutely wrong. And I just kept dying and dying and dying. And this is after I put on all the cheats. It's like, what the heck? I suck at this game. I can't even cheat at it correctly. And I don't know. I I calmed down. And then I, I, I got through that section and then went to another dungeon and then started finding myself able to overpower enemies. And it's like, okay, now I'm back to the point where... Tails is acting like a Tails game where I just press X to win. All right, cool. And and yes, I've thought about the fact that well, I could have just set it to easy and probably gotten the same effect without paying eleven ninety nine. But I had to know how this stuff affects the game and how it ruins it, so I could pass it along to you, so you could understand what is this crazy crap that Namco Bandai is giving out to people. Also, I kind of feel like I'm a completionist in these sorts of games. I want to level up all the blessings in the areas, and to do that you need lots of grade, and so since I don't want to spend a bazillion hours of my life doing it, having a, something that doubles grade is real useful for me, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think I think this pack is actually marketed at me. Um, and so far, I don't think it's ruined the game for me. I'm playing the game, and it hasn't ruined it for me. Just like how Fallout 4, I feel like cheating didn't ruin the game for me. It's just given me a few more options in a game that I felt was severely limited as far as options go. So right now, this week, I'm kind of pro-cheating, and I'm enjoying how things are going in that. Um, and I'm also really enjoying the story of Zestiria, so I'm I'm kind of down with everything. So yeah, go Zestiria, go cheating if you want to, but you really don't have to. Just set it to easy and save your money. And um, yeah, Zestiria, I'm good with it. And let's see. Not know what. Let's, uh, what else did I play? A little bit, of, some more Hearthstone. I've played through all the new um, League of Explorers stuff this week. Like, woo, League of Explorers. And um, that's really fun. You get to do things in uh, the, the battles of League of Explorers that you don't get to do in the other single-player adventures or the other, um, your normal, you know, play of Hearthstone against a person. 
for example, there's a minecart escape in in here there where like you don't get to use your de- deck. You've got a special deck, and it's it's like really hard to escape in the minecart, and you have to you know, like fight off enemies with limited resources and plan out your things a few turns ahead and use this thing to help boost your speed so you get out of the minecart shaft sooner and and all this sort of stuff and it's really cool and like brand bronzebeard is in there and they're talking and it's it it is a really well done single person player adventure so i highly recommend league of explorers in in hearthstone if you've been thinking about it and then i touched on overwatch this morning i'm in the technical beta this weekend i've played literally one game so i can't say much except yup it's a blizzard style team fortress shooter and but that said the characters are way i want to say deeper than the tf2 characters because everyone's got like really different builds to them and some characters play real different than like your traditional shooter characters it's not like this is the fast guy it's like this is the fast guy and has time rewind abilities and you have to think about how to use their ultimate ability and keep that in your back pocket and strategize a lot more or this is a defense guy and you have to worry about throwing shields on other people and throwing out these gravity bonds to get everyone together so that one of your assassin characters can like blow them all up in one go so there's a lot of of minutiae there that is really cool but i'm I'm not good at it because I've played one game. So more more to come maybe on Overwatch. I don't know. It's it's not really grabbing me after that one game. I'd rather put my time into more Hearthstone and other Blizzard games or and stuff like that. Oh, I remember. I also played a little bit of Diablo 3. I leveled a Barbarian up from 18 to 62 in one day because leveling a, game, a character in that game is pretty fast now. And I don't know what else to say on that other than Diablo 3 is still fun. All right, Alex, what have you been playing? Yeah, well, apart from Fallout 4 and Tales of Hysteria, I finished off the story made on Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Oh, good for you. Did you did you yeah. enjoy that? I did, and I wrote something on the website for it. Anna, mm-hmm. how come you're not enjoying the story mode of Persona 4 Dancing All Night? Because <laughs> I've realized that it's kind of just a so-so rhythm game. And do you agree with that, Alex, or do you take offense to her? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know because I don't play many rhythm games. Oh, okay. But for me, for me, it worked as a really good gateway into rhythm games. Okay. So that's probably sort of the best way to think of it. Sounds good to me. It's, yeah, it's basically just getting Persona fans into rhythm games more than anything else. All right, and there, you said there's an impression or a review up for that, right? Well, no. Oh. Because it's not really an RPG. Oh, right, right, right. What, what, what did you put? Oh, it's not at all an RPG. I'm just looking where it is. I, I lost it. Where did you put it? It should be somewhere on the main page. Um, it's probably near the bottom now. It looks like it's fallen off. Uh, no, no, it's sort of midway. Oh, there it is. Deep Look. Is that what we're calling it? Deep Look. All yep. right. Yeah, we couldn't think of anything better to call Isn't it. There, there's a song in Persona 3 called Deep Breath, so that's kind of... All right, anyway. Deep look. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Not a quick look. It's a deep look. <laughs> yeah, well, it's sort of a combination between impressions and review <laughs> the games that we're not going to properly review but want to get a good. I don't know. I <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, why don't we just review it at that point? But all right. <laughs> well, so that's mostly because the scoring system didn't really translate well to non-RPGs. But... Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, you can't... Everyone knows you can't grade an action game on a one to five scale. That'd be heresy. Yeah. 
no I, I know what you mean the 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 subsections don't make sense yeah that's something <laughs> yeah all right cool so dancing all night deep look but you can't review it oh i see sweet this is great because it's a it's a yes or no which is really kind of like i like that distilled version of a review system so you yeah, just it, say recommend yes, yes. No. oh it's not no there's there's more things in there Oh, there are. Okay, I haven't seen yeah. this. I don't know where it's documented. Yeah, well, yeah no, it's the first one. You, we imagine there'll be more <laughs> shows later. There's more, but you can't see where they are because we haven't made them up yet. Yeah. Well, so we have. We're just not revealing them to the public at this point. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll ask you later. Well, we want it to be a surprise. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like that. It means you might have some funny ones. That's cool. All right, cool. I like this. Expanding our coverage to games related to RPGs that RP gamers might care about. I like that. Yeah. Cool. All right. So everyone go read that. And then you tell us about Tales in the Sky, second chapter. It's basically more trails. Okay. <laughs> is that yeah, really how it is? It's like the same? Yeah. But, I mean, the battle system's the same. It carries on directly from the end of the first game. So, yeah. So that means Anna won't like it. The first chapter, play this because if you're not, there's not. It's not going to do much. If, if you don't like that, wait for Trails of Cold Steel and see if you like that instead. Yeah. And if you haven't played the first game, don't bother playing this yet because... It's a sort of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No. Um, there's a, a couple of reviews floating around. Oh, no. The people who are like, eh, it's okay, but I felt like I was missing half the story. <laughs> yeah, really, people? Yes. <laughs> really? You are literally missing, well, more of a third of the story, but sure. I know it's half the story because the weird way that third chapter works. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, it's third chapter is more sort of a set of spin-off things afterwards. So first oh. and second chapter is actually the main story and comes to an end at the end of second chapter. Are are we not getting third chapter then? Yeah. I thought we were. Maybe. No, it's not been announced. And it's, oh, they uh, haven't decided for sure. It's okay. probably unlikely. That's too bad. Well, they're really jumping on Trails of Cold Steel now. Yeah. Because haven't they already announced like two chapters of that? Because the first one's out soon. Yeah, the, yeah. there's two Cold Steel games and we're getting both of them. Yeah. The first one... Well, there should be three. To... I thought it was three sets uh, of three is what I was told by the Exceed lady. Possibly. I think Cold Steel only has two as far as I was aware, but there's another... I think there's zero which might be connected some way. Okay. Well, fine. Oh, yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's got the advantage of the first one in that it's not as slow to start off with just because well, we're starting midway through the story, so stuff is already happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the biggest issue that first chapter had was it just took, takes the prologue's a bit too long and takes a while to get going. Oh, is it like uh, Persona 3 The Answer where there's literally a 45-minute video before you start playing the game? Um, no, it's more you sort of don't. The story doesn't sort of kick off for a while, so, it, so you're sort of being introduced to things. Ah, okay. A bit too slowly, but got it. After after you get into the first chapter, it starts speeding along very nicely. So, do you uh, in second chapter? Do you even you have no tutorials, and it's just like you have all the same levels and abilities from the first game, and just keep going, or is it? Do they uh, start yeah, you I, over? You can copy, so you can copy save file from the first chapter into second chapter. Once you complete it, and that sort of keeps items, equipment, etc. But not levels and stuff. 
It keeps levels to a certain point. It depends on what level you ended up at. So I think if you end, if you ended up below level 30, I think it just bumps you up to level 30. And if you ended up above level 40, it sort of knocks you back down to level 40. Okay. That's but, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I started a new game because I'm playing on a... I'm Different playing system. the US copy. Yeah. <laughs> so I can transfer my file over, but so I started with a new thing. But yeah, I think everything else, it just sort of assumes you know what you're doing in terms of the battle system, etc. So oh, that would be confusing too then for someone who just jumps into it. They should do one of those, do you need a quick refresher on how to hit things? All right. Well, that's what we've been playing, folks. Well, maybe it did. Oh. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it offered you the option or not. Whatever. Our recommendation case, is did, don't start no. with the second one. Yes. <laughs> start with the first one. It's on Steam. It's cheap. Go play that there. All right. So I guess it's time to jump into news, folks. Yes. All right. Let's do that. So we had some good news today that we kind of got to jump on on Twitter. Oh, we did? Yeah. So... We noticed that this Gaia was on Steam before Nisa announced it. Oh, yeah, we did. So, Disgaea's coming to Steam. Ooh, Disgaea, Steam. So, How did we notice that? Um, I don't know. It popped up somewhere, and I was just like, yeah, I gotta post this to Twitter. Before we even have it on the site. Yes. <laughs> before they even Nisa announced it. <laughs> so, it's coming February 2016. The PC version has remodeled sprites and maps, an updated UI, keyboard and mouse support. Um, you can mix older assets with newer assets if you want to. I'm not really sure why you would do so. Some, because some people like the way it looked originally. Okay. Like, I don't like how this smoothed out one looks. Okay. So, obviously, Steam badges, Steam cards, Steam achievements. and um, A full Japanese audio. Yes. So, that's a big change. Yes, it is. Oh. But say you're not a Disgaea fan, Anna, and you're a Western RPG lover, and you're looking for more Western RPG stuff, and you like Pillars of Eternity, that's like your game of the year, basically, right? And you've played the White March Part 1, and you're like, I need more. Well, good news for you. Oh, what is it? The White March Part 2 is coming January 26th. Oh, good. Wait, why is it after Christmas? Um, I don't know. Well, that stinks. They Don't they understand my needs, Anna? Well... It's only a couple months away, and it's not like you have a dearth of games to play right now. What? Next thing you're going to tell me, this is the last expansion for Pillars of this Eternity. This is the last expansion. No! Um, there is no official price yet. Um, they expect to shoot for $15, with a bundle being 25 Yeah. Uh, new companion, Barbarian. Um, new abilities, new quests, higher level cap, um, story time mode. And yeah, what story time mode? Um, it lets you experience the game narrative at a quicker pace. Yeah, and they haven't explained played, what that means. <laughs> having not played Pillars of Eternity, I don't really know what that means, nope. but it sounds like a cool idea. <laughs> it's like one-click kills on all the enemies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I think it's cool. Um, that Maybe Max Storm will play through the game on story time mode. All right. Do you like really hard roguelikes, Chris? No. So you don't like Darkest Dungeon? Um, Darkest Dungeon has a really cool art style. But it's really hard. It it That's what I hear. Yes. Well, if you haven't played it yet, 
And you were feeling like, man, I would totally play this if I could, if I just had a system that it was on. <laughs> well then. You mean besides a PC? Yes. Okay. Um, it is coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. Hashtag Team Handheld. Okay. Um, so it will be playable at PSX, which happens December 5th in San Francisco. Um, and they are shooting for a spring 2016 launch. Sweet. So if you don't like really hard roguelikes, do you like Deus Ex? I do. I love Deus Ex. I really like hacking people's email and reading it. Okay. So were you looking forward to Deus Ex Mankind Divided? Oh, I can't wait. Um, I'm really interested to see how they um, change the ending of the first game to make way for the second game. <laughs> well, I have some bad news, but good news. What do you mean? Well, the bad news is it's been delayed. No! This isn't fair. The good news is... I just is, scared my cat. <laughs> <laughs> they're delaying it because they think it's kind of crap right now and they want to keep polishing it. Oh, well, that's probably a good idea then. So it is being delayed for six months. Do you so, think this is why they actually changed their pre-order program? <laughs> no. And I also reject the uh, premise I got Alex that the reason that, one, that yeah. they delayed the game for six months is because they wanted to get away from the embarrassment of the Pirata program. You don't delay a game for six months to get away from something stupid like that. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, honestly, February is looking kind of crowded. Like, all the things are coming out. So they've delayed it from February 23rd to August 23rd. On the upside, that means they're going to get another E3 out of that game. Oh, they are, aren't they? Mm hmm Hmm. Okay. That works. So, <sighs> Anna. Mm-hmm. I'm rethinking my roguelike position. Okay. I need, I, I'm, but I'm looking for a classic roguelike, a roguelike that's been around for a while. How about something from, like, 1994? Oh, that counts as classic. All right. So you need to go get Adam on Steam. Oh, what does that stand for? I have no idea. Ancient Domains of Mystery. Okay. But it's Steam. The 94 game, uh, it's going to look like crap, isn't it? Well, this is technically an HD release. It's a HD re-release, huh? Okay. Hmm. Is there a place where I could go to look at a video of the game? Yes. RPGamer.com. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> So they've added new modes and stuff for Steam, and yeah, we've got a trailer. <laughs> you still got traditional ASCII mode. Oh, good. So this is, so the original version was an ASCII one, like NetHack. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well then. So I kind of got excited about this. Final about Fantasy, Adam? No, the next story. Ah. So Final Square Enix put out this huge infograph for Final Fantasy Explorers. Where they basically detail all of the classes. Did we pre-order this? We should um, pre-order this. I don't know. Can we? It's not available to next year. I think we decided to wait for a good okay. pre-order bonus or something. Well, the collector's edition is only available on the Square Enix store. Oh, I pre-ordered that. Oh, okay. I did pre-order that. Okay. But we only pre-ordered one. We weren't sure if we needed two. Well, I'm going to play it. And you said, you you were telling me, oh, we don't need the collector's edition during the Nintendo Direct. Right. And I'm like, I pre-ordered it anyway. Because it's just a bunch of... Uh, weapon quests and you yeah. were you actually talked me out of the collector's edition because you were like do you really need those yeah but then after it was over i went over to the square enix store and pre-ordered it because <laughs> it was like 
It's like, this be a good idea. All right, so the, here is the 20 classes that you're going to be able to play. That's a lot of classes. And the cool thing is, is you're actually able to switch classes as you go along. And some of the abilities, it's kind of like Final Fantasy V, where some of the abilities that you learn sort of carry over to your other classes. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. Knight, Thief, Dark Knight, Ranger, Bard, Samurai, Ninja, Paladin, Monk, Dragoon, Sage. Machinist, Red Mage, Alchemist, Beastmaster, Freelancer, Geomancer, Time Mage, White Mage, Black Mage, Blue Mage. So this is like tactics mix, isn't it? Um, No, I guess Paladin isn't one from tactics. No, this is kind of a bunch of games. I mean, honestly, this is kind of close to like... Choose from over 20 classic Final Fantasy jobs. Yeah, 21. (laughs) Just say 21. Why over 20? (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's 21. Yeah. <laughs> Over 20. Over 20. Over 20. It's a psychological thing. I've had this conversation with people before about how to write a press release. Oh, and the next story, we also spoiled on Twitter. We did? Yes. Oh, how'd that work? Uh, well, you see, it turns out that Amazon put up the pages for this game before Atlas announced it. Oh, what game was that? Well, uh, on Wednesday... Atlas put out a video that was like a pan of all of their collector's editions and like a box that was covered in paper. (laughs) Okay. And they were like, here's our new collector's edition. Those teases. And um, about two hours before they announced Odin Sphere Left Thricer. I can't believe you were able to say that. Left Thricer? I don't know. I'm just, I'm impressed. (laughs) What are you going with? Leaf to say. Leaf to say. Um, I don't know. So Where's Loki? We need him to pronounce it for us. Odin Sphere Storybook Edition. No. So, Odin Sphere Left Storybook Edition. Come yes. on. So this is the collector's edition. All right. Um, it is PS3, PS4, Vita, but the Vita is not getting the collector's edition. So, But you can get it for PS4 or PS3? I think so. The storybook edition is PS3 or PS4? I don't know. Let's I'm, I'm hoping Alex will back me up on this. I don't know. I'm opening the story now. I thought it was... No, PS4. I thought Is it, it only PS4? PS4? Yeah, okay. that makes sense. My you don't want to have multiple. All right. So, um, the PS4 Collector's Edition is getting a premium box, a collector's metal slipcase. Um, oh, so like a metal case for the game itself? Yeah. Okay. Um, a 64-page hardcover art book. The Potion Recipe t-shirt, a mystery art print that they haven't revealed yet. So we have a picture of this on our and site. And the game. And the game. Oh, you get the game. How, how, That's what a great convenient. idea. Yeah. You also get a Potion Recipe t-shirt. I said that. Okay. Well, but I'm pointing out that the Potion Recipe t-shirt is pretty awesome. You take an empty bottle plus one of these walking peppers and then you get a potion. It's great. <laughs> All right, so if you're not down for the collector's edition, oh. pre-orders of all versions? It looks like all or, versions, okay. but I, you won't need it if you have the collector's edition, so I wouldn't right. be surprised if you don't get it with the collector's edition. No, 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 no. Pre-orders of non-collector's editions. Um, yes, get the a collector's s- edition gets it in a hardcover. Right, yeah. they, get you, a, they get the same art, art book, book, but it's a soft cover instead of a hardcover. Right. So, also spring 2016. All of the games are spring 2016 at this point. 
Hey, this is another game where you can switch between the old models and the new models. So, does um, that make Simon. sense? Yeah, he just did a. Did he just do a drive-by attacking of the video camera? Yes. That's weird. Oh, and there's one more game that we spoiled on. How do we keep spoiling these games? Because I'm paying attention. <laughs> um, so Dragon Quest Heroes, also. Um, the page also went live on Steam before Square Enix announced it. So um, I actually think War. I think I have to credit Wario sixty four for this one because I'm pretty sure he's the one that spotted it first. That's what he does. Yeah. And so I think uh, Left Fry, uh, the Left Thricer was Mac. So thanks, Mac. Um, Dragon Quest Heroes is coming to Steam on December third. So like two weeks. Um, and it'll be fifty nine ninety nine. So if you didn't have a PS4 and were sad in the pants that you couldn't get in on the Dragon Quest Heroes action, this is the way to do it. And I actually asked people on Twitter and Facebook um, if they were going to pick it up. And we actually got a couple replies back that people would have preferred to get it on Steam and are kind of regretting their PS4 purchase now. For what? Not the Dragon system has... itself. But... What, Dragon Quest Heroes? Yeah. I thought they had announced that a while back. No. Hmm. Okay. I think it had been rumored. I'm fine with it on PS4. Why would I want it on Steam? Because some people prefer PC gaming. Well, but wait for now you get to wait for it on a Steam sale so that you can load it up and just listen to the game. Because <laughs> that's my favorite part of Dragon Quest Heroes is listening to someone else play it. Oh, and um, <laughs> Lightning Returns um, now has a date. It's coming to Steam on December 10th, and it's gonna be it's gonna be 15.99. What a weird price point. That's like one of their mobile games. Oh, it's like Final Fantasy. That's yeah. why. I was. I'm like, why wouldn't you make it 14.99? I don't know. I I still think it's weird, Anna. But it's like that's like what they charge for a port of Final Fantasy four. So whatever. What here's the thing, you you get a lot of the DLC for like free with this pack, except they're not including the Aerith DLC. So you don't get to dress up as Aerith. Um, they're also including all of the DQ Heroes pre-order bonuses. Oh, and the Steam thing? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. So Those swords aren't that DLC useful. DLC maps and all of the weapons. Yeah. They are useful. Like, I A haven't changed bit. my weapons yet. Well, you haven't been looking at the new weapons you have available then. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, Anna. I hear you've been looking for a new Vita game to play. Oh, I really wish there'd be more RPGs on Vita. All right. So... What kind of game do you want the most on the Vita? Um, I think, you know, an in-depth JRPG with like, um, you know, some sort of time-wasting element. Think like Persona Four. So that. All you right. Know, now, it, what's the kind of game that you want the least? Um, probably another first-person dungeon crawler. Well, guess what? What? Ray Gigan has been announced. Oh, for... sweet! Is it a, is it got got a cool game with like resource management or free time spending or something? No, it's a first person dungeon crawler. Oh, <laughs> this stinks. Do you think it's less dungeon crawling focused than experiences previous games? Supposedly, so. Supposedly. Yeah, so it's more it's basically more of a focus on the story and stuff like that. But so here's the thing that I'm interested in. Um. It is PlayStation TV compatible, which is good because we're still fighting over the Vita. Um, it has three interconnecting storylines. Uh, you have the option of Japanese voices with English subs. 
Um, and so the story is sort of, uh, this is a near future where Earth cities have been destroyed by huge creatures called gigants. Wait a minute, this sounds like God Eaters. Um, not really. <laughs> Military retaliation has failed miserably. However, reports emerge of a boy defeating a gigant using a power called Yorigami. So, I guess the story is going to be about Ichiya Amazake. Amakaze? Yeah. I inverted some letters there. Yeah, his is one of the storylines. Okay. So, do you know what the other two are? Um, I've voted about them at some point, but can't remember offhand. Okay. I think we I think we have some stories about them from previous from right. the Japanese. So check Japanemonium. Japanemonium. I think we actually might have done some actual stories as well. Oh, did we actually think this was going to come out? What? This what are we talking is... about? I'm still looking at Ray Giganti pictures. Yeah, we're talking about Ray Gigan. Yeah. I I uh, I think that it's developed by experience and well, we got their previous games. Well, so, what is yeah. Axial then? Um, remember how everybody left Nisa and made mm -hmm. their own company? Yeah. And they do localizations, and now they're starting new publishing? I thought that was Image or... No. That's where, like, Now and stuff are. Yeah. Now and Jack. Yeah. That's Actiel. No, it isn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, because I got paid by them, and it was a different company. Uh, it's Actiel. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure. Mm-mm. I can prove you wrong on this, but I have to change the camera so that people don't see private business details. So hold on. This is important to the show, so bear with us, folks. It's not that important. Actiel, founded by ex Nisa staff. Oh. Well, maybe this is other ex Nisa staff. Um, Get out of the way of the um, PC. Jack, Nita, Hiroko, Kazashi, and now Miyazawa. Well, just because you're right. Just because you're I mean, she does PR freelance for a few other people, which is how I think. Uh, or did... Idea Factory yeah. is where she went to work. No. Actil localized that game. Um, okay, except I know, she, I know that she works at Idea Factory. Yeah, Idea Factory International games are usually localized by Actil. No, but she works for Idea Factory. Okay. Because she told me her position at idea factory okay <laughs> she may just work at both chris how do you do that the same way that i work at clever communications and still do freelance work mm, it's a branch of japanese video game development oh, well, i don't understand any of this crap anymore <sighs> anyways i don't understand anything anna should we talk about xenoblade chronicles x and yeah, what are scandal? we talking about because i really don't know because uh there, there's a very important aspect of gameplay missing from the English version of Xenoblade Chronicles X. Mm -hmm. You can't adjust breast size. It's very disappointing. <laughs> oh, no, that's actually just the story. Um, I'm still looking at Regigant because it's got such fancy artwork. But I remember it looking very risque in the original Japanese coverage, and I'm wondering if it got censored for North America, and I'm trying to figure that out. Um, also, it I think we've discussed this in a previous podcast, but it looks like the red, um, yellow, and blue Pokemon games are going to be $10. A piece. Yes, each. Each. Because each. Amazon put up listings at 10 bucks a piece. Yep. 
So there's your there's now. Your here's the thing: is Amazon has been putting up stuff and then lowering the price later. Mm-hmm. Um, which so you is think they might be wrong? Which is probably what's going to happen because um, remember when we, the the HD um, um, Twilight Princess is a hundred dollars right now in Canada, mm-hmm. which is insane. That is a lot of money. But I mean. Uh, there's been a few times where um, Shaman has mentioned that he's pre-ordered stuff that have that has like been announced at E3, and it's been super crazy expensive, like ninety dollars, and eventually it sinks down to like whatever the price should actually be. So this just may, yeah, I mean, this price may very well be correct, and it wouldn't surprise me because it's not just a port of an old game; it's a port of an old game that they actually worked on to get stuff working. So. I mean, I think the higher price may be justified to some extent. And I mean, whether people are going to agree with that is pretty subjective, but. Are you done looking at Ray Gagan yet? Or are you still drooling? Oh, um, it's funny. The picture I was looking at had somebody drooling. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Time for a Kickstarter check. All right. So this is a game that I like the, uh, I like the concept of so oh come on come on you can load you can load uh, all right here we go and where's the link here it is it's called a princess to save me you get to play as a damsel in distress um oh shoot it got canceled what funding got canceled five days ago lame Aww. Did they say why? I'm looking for it. After yeah. careful consideration, uh, decided we decided to, to cancel the... Oh, basically they weren't going to make it. Oh. We don't have an artist, so they used RPG Maker Default Graph. Okay. So they're not giving up on the game, but never mind. You can't kickstart this. Uh, it stinks. The idea was in this game, the princess saves herself instead of someone else having to save her. So that was the concept. I thought it looked cool. I was like, cool, let's talk about that. But... Never mind. It's been canceled for Lame. now. So maybe it'll come back later. I hope they later. come back next year. It does sound like a cool concept. I think it's a good time for a game like that. I think there'd be a lot of support well, for it. Well, and realistically, outside of Rhapsody, how often do you see a game like this? Yeah, I don't know. Lightning Returns? <laughs> She's not a dance in distress. So. She's not. No. <laughs> so, you know what's really funny? What's really funny? So, back in the day, in order to apply for RP Gamer, you had to write a fake story. And they used to give, like, three fake headlines yeah this is how stupid crap like oh, that yeah, story about me um <laughs> Miyamoto dying from a turtle shell got out well the story that i wrote was about a princess who had to go um rescue her prince mm-hmm. and um like two weeks later as one of my very first stories that i wrote i wrote the announcement for rhapsody a musical adventure oh ah. so which is why stories like this kind of stand out to me and i think nice. they're cool cool all right uh we got some uh, quick stories for you two of them we got a video of Hard West, the first 15 minutes of uh, play. So this is like XCOM yeah. meets like hardcore Western. I don't know. And I'm kind of, is anybody on the site going to play this? Are we going to review this? I would presume so. Alex, any ideas? Uh, which one? Hard, Hard West. West. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Not my department. Yeah, I was hoping that you would take it on. Because didn't you like XCOM? No. I'm playing other games. He's playing other games. 
That's no excuse. I would think Scott would do this. But... Oh, yeah. I'll have to ask him. Hmm. All right. Yeah, that's probably Scott or maybe Zach. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, and then we have another video from a action RPG called Anima, which is um, Anima, Gate of Memories. It's a game that's coming out very soon on Steam, Linux, Xbox One, and PS4. Uh, we've talked about the plot in the past. Well, the sites talk about the plots and paths. I don't want to get into plot. Blah, 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 blah. Action game. Go watch the video. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that's been delayed a bit. Oh, it's been delayed since the then. The green light page now says, I think, Q2 2016. Yeah. And you know what? The video has like no gameplay in it, so never mind. Yeah, I mean they have showed screenshots of game of the gameplay before, so I think this is just a. The special... video is is literally just the prelude to the game. It looks like. Yeah. So it's like here's your story setting. So go watch that. Get your story setting for Anima, and then go remind yourself what it is on their Steam page and see if you want to yeah, pre-order it for whatever actually comes change. out. Yeah. Let's it see. does take you to 2016 now. Oh, so it's no longer this month. It's not even this year. Correct. Okay, yeah. so this looks... I I, oh, yeah, wow. so I was cleaning up all the upcoming lists. On. So I'm looking at this GIF they have of, of gameplay, and it looks cool. It's very smooth and action-y and anime. It's like, it's like anime characters in a Dark Souls 2 background. <laughs> so if that makes any sense, go check that out. See if you're into it. Hopefully we'll have a review for it whenever it actually comes up <laughs> someday. All right. Now some Japan stories for you. But I don't have Japanese theme music. Um, you should. That's embarrassing, Chris. <laughs> We're army gamers. I don't know how to do. I... You have those, all of those sound files, remember? Nani! <laughs> Grand Kingdom, a tactical RPG from Spike Chunsoft people who made your pokemon game anna yes and director the director of grand knight's history is on this i don't know if we got that did we get grand knight's history um yes yeah did we care about that was it? the game that got canceled and then uncanceled was it any good i don't remember anymore oh, i can't remember all these games all right anyway there's a demo version out in japan now along with two videos that have 36 minutes of gameplay footage so you can go uh, watch them. We've got those videos up here. Um, it's out in Japan um, now. Uh, no news of Western release, but uh, maybe if you want to get excited for Japanese imports or if you're like Alice and like to just import games. This next one's for Anna. More characters shown off in Atelier Sophie. Yay! So uh, what, are you, what are you going to say, Alex? Oh, yeah, you, Grand Knight's History was actually cancelled, the English release. Yeah, oh, yeah, they didn't do it, did they? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yes, yeah, I think because the devs had to were busy coding their new game. There you go. Anna, do you care about Atelier Sophie? Yeah, but... Is uh, it a new ser- trilogy? Yes. Okay. So, I don't know why you care about the characters then, since they're all new, but they want you to. Well, they're not all new. <laughs> what? How can they not all be new uh, if it's a new trilogy? Uh, there's one who's sort of a recurring character. Okay, Pamela. The yeah. yeah. And, and then, then Loji local. shows up. What? Yes. What? How can Loji show up? That doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make sense. All right, whatever. I can't understand everything. Um, let's see. Because I thought that there was a trilogy with Loji in it. It doesn't... 
Anna will have to explain it to me when she plays these games. And there's a new Valkyrie Chronicles game, by the way. Yeah. Just in case she, uh, you know, hell froze over. Valkyria Azure Revolution has been announced. It's a, it's coming to PS4. And at the same time, they're going to do a remaster of the first Valkyria Chronicles and bring that out to PS4. Uh, we have no release dates for this. As far as the new game, it is in a new world, and the battle system does not seem to be the same as the first Valkyria Chronicles games. It seems to be more real-time instead of a turn-based technical game. It now looks more like real-time action. But the art style looks like it used to be. Um, so very storybook art style. Very cool. Um, I love that graphic engine. And yeah, so that's uh, that's all we know. And there's a debut trailer up on our site now. So you can go look at the trailer for Vicaria Azure Revolution and see the pretty images and, and post-effect filters they put on it. And be like, okay, what's this going to be? And wonder with the rest of us, what's this going to really be? <laughs> who knows? There you go. There's your there's your Sega, your Sega news for the week. I bet you didn't expect that. Did you expect that? Because I didn't expect that. All right. Well, we did ask for it, though. Huh? We did ask for it, though. A lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let me get this going. And... My cat's meowing in the other room. I think it is time for some feedback. Yeah, we had feedback this we week. We did. Victor on our forums wrote in and said, Hey, I plan to pre-order the Dragon Quest Eight re-release. I'm looking forward to that one. He also let us know World of Warcraft is trying to keep subscribers like Chris from quitting with a new patch currently set for release on it's out. this past Tuesday. Uh, it brings back Valor Points, which you can earn through Mythic Dungeons. One's first daily heroic dungeon and weekly event quests or looking for raid. Um, Valor points can be used to power up character weapons and armors and by an extra 10 item levels. And that's a potentially significant power boost for guilds that have been struggling to kill Hellfire Citadel raid bosses like Heroic Archimond. And it also adds a special quest item that can be looted off of Archimond. Every player that defeats him, Heroic Archimond that is, Every player that defeats him can use this item to experience a quest chain and receive a flying moose mount. A moose. A flying moose. Which is like, well, uh, sucks for me because I won't ever be able to do Heroic Archimond. Right. <laughs> but uh, for those who can, you can get a moose. You're finally getting your damn moose. <laughs> and uh, it'll be removed from the game. The quest chain and the mount. Well, I guess the mount won't be removed because you'll have it already. Uh, it'll be removed from the, the game when the Legion expansion comes out. So, that's interesting to know. I had no idea that was going on. Did you, Anna? Sorry, can you repeat the question? Did you have any idea that was going on? What? This this heroic Archimon stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, because uh, Seraphim Kitten was talking about it. Is he? Oh, is he going to do it? Um, he. Does he have a heroic guild? No, but he suspects that people are going to start selling those runs. Okay. Oh, yeah, that and makes sense, we were discussing sense, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so the question is, Chris, will this patch prevent you from quitting WoW? Uh, no. <laughs> this patch is not going to keep me going because it's based around, like, super high-end content that I don't actually need to do anything with or have a group to do anything with. So, no, probably not. But, hey, if this helps the uh, heroic people have something else to do, that's always good. All right, and then we have some phone calls, so let me play those right here for you. 
is Matt from Texas, and I, I know today's uh, your extra live day, and I've been following y'all on uh, Twitch and whatnot. And the thing is, is uh, you don't, you may understand it, but the thing that people do for kids, well, you know, with this, with extra life, is it's so amazing because my niece, she has uh, spina bifida, and she's been in children's hospitals here in Fort Worth for. I mean, countless of days and, and and so many different surgeries. And the thing is, is you don't really know it until your family actually gets hit by it. The kind of things that little little help entitles. You know, I I just don't know if families can get by without this kind of stuff. I mean, it is true, and I, I've I've learned to appreciate it, and you know, I love every bit of it, and. I'm going to keep looking forward to uh, watching Anna and Chris today. I'm going to watch y'all guys on on Twitch all day, and it's it's really great, and I appreciate it. So, and Alice too. I heard I heard y'all talking about Mister earlier, so that's nice. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye bye. Thank you, Matt. Um, thank you for that nice reminder of how important things like Extra Life can be, um, and. I want to let you know there's still time to donate to things like Extra Life. Um, they have not closed donations till I think, like the end of the year. So if you go to our, uh, extra-life.org slash team slash Gamer, you can donate to any of our folks there. Um, and that's uh, putting money right into the system for children's hospitals around the country. Uh, if you donate to Ann or I, uh, it goes to Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. And um, you can go to Noodle. She's got a hospital out in Utah. Or find a, a team member that y- you follow with a children's hospital in your area. Give that money. Um, and that helps people like Matt and his daughter with spinal bifida. So totally want to, to just say thank you to Matt for reminding us how important that stuff is. And then we have another call today. Hey, this is Kelsey from Snack Nation giving you guys a call this morning because I wanted to put some information in the mail. It's actually a big box of healthy snacks, totally free of charge, and I'm just trying to find out who I should send it to. So if someone could give me a call back, that would be awesome. My number. I'm not going to play her number on the podcast, but what yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> free snacks? I'm, that's, hmm, I'm kind of tempted. It almost sounds automated. <laughs> it almost, but it, I don't think it was, yeah. but uh, I'm tempted to accept the free snacks. <laughs> Um, nah, Free maybe snacks. Kelsey can keep her snacks. <laughs> so, someone trying to compete with a uh, nature nature box or something, I guess. <laughs> how would they have gotten our phone number? Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll listen to the podcast. Um, have I mentioned nature box on the podcast? I don't I know. I well, it's not nature box. It's snack nation, right? Yeah, I know. But you said maybe because of nature box. Yeah, I don't know. The, uh, and you have, but maybe the, uh, the fact that the phone number is on the forum post. They could have found it that way too. So, I don't know. Um, so, oh, we have numbers from the first week of Project Cross Zone 2 sales. Oh, we do? Wait, where did those 000, come from? What does that uh, mean? 37,000 copies sold. Okay. Uh, the first Project Cross Zone sold 78,000. Wait, that's copies. out here now? No, Japan. Oh, all right. So, are you bringing that up in hopes that it. I don't know why you're bringing that up. It's still it's because it's coming out here, and I'm scared because it didn't sell a lot. Oh, Even well, I think it, they already announced it though. Yeah, you it's, think they'll it's unannounce coming it? Here. No, it's coming here. We've seen English screenshots. It's coming out like next month, isn't it? No, February. I don't know. I think. Ah, uh, February. 
Yeah, February. I don't think they're going to cancel it three months before it's due to Yeah, come I out. don't think so either. But yeah, it sold less than uh, half of the copies that the first one did. The previous so. one did better than Japan. North America and Europe anyway. Yeah, that's mm. true. So I don't know. Maybe I'm freaking out about low Japanese sales and it's going to be like bombastic here. Bombastic. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into the new releases, folks. All right. So. I'm sorry, I don't have this as well organized as I did last week. So, first up, um, PS3 is getting AU Senki, The World Conquest. In Europe. I in... thought we weren't getting it till. No, that's the US release. It's already oh, out okay. in Europe. Okay, my bad. Hey, Chris, we need to get that. Why? Because you yeah. play as female versions of historical figures and have to harem them in a TRPG. Wow. It's not that tactical. So we had a story that was going to come out, but it got it never got published on Index. I don't know what's up with that. Do you know what the story was that about that, Alex? There's what stuff was that? that wasn't announced. There's something in the news database that didn't get published this week about AU Senki. And I don't know oh, why. Oh, yeah, no, I think that's a duplicate. Oh, it was a duplicate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't actually it, see yeah, the story. That story definitely got... pretty sure that story got published. Uh, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to look into that. <laughs> All right, so um Yeah, kind of weird. All right, so AU Senki is out um on PS3. Is that just PS3? There yeah, it is. Where you found yeah, it? Yeah, just PS3. I found it. You found it. Oh, I see from the 16th. It's just fallen off index. Okay. I was very confused. All right. So we were supposed to talk about that, and we didn't. So That's coming out on November 24th. And that's a game that came from 2013. So digital download only, 40 bucks. So there we go. Now, now we've given AU Senki its fair due. Yeah, and it's a game that was originally 18 plus. And it's, well, it's first Japanese release. <laughs> uh, so they released a tamer version, and that's what we're getting? Yep. Okay. That's probably it's amazing because you can tell where the first scene was cut. Because it's quite obvious because there's a bit where the screen goes blank. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and it just it just it kept the um, text. <laughs> I see. Yeah, this game's weird. Also, bunny costumes. Mm-hmm. Okay, AU Senki. <laughs> uh, let's see. And up here, do we have any additional ones? Okay. So, that can't be right. Is Beyond Two Souls coming to PS4 this week? <laughs> I guess so. Dynasty Warriors 8 Empires coming to Vita this week? Yeah, I think the Beyond Two Souls was sort of a sneak announcement. Oh, yeah? I think in the last couple of days or something like that. Yeah. Tesla Grad coming to Vita on the 24th? Uh, other big news. Let's see. Let's Sing 2016 coming to PS4? WRC 5? Come to PS4, and uh, also to Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Um, yeah, you can't get can't get no AU Sen key on your Xbox infrastructure. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like uh, Xbox is finally getting the Tales from the Borderlands stuff. The last episode, um, or I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And then Kingdom comes out on Windows. Is that the game that we're advertising for right now, Anna? Yes. Kingdom? Yeah, the 
the Bible-based one where you... Yep. Yeah. It's basically a Diablo-style game where you're playing as um, David's five guardians. Okay. I can't really offer any sort of editorial comment on that because we are running an ad for it. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> Um, I'll have a copy that I can play next week, so okay. I'll talk about how I've played it. Okay, cool. So that's out, um, or is it coming out? I forget. It's coming out. Uh, so it's like out on Tuesday or something? Week. Yep, yeah. oh. 24th. Yeah. 24th, okay, cool. So there's Kingdom. Um, Pink, Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate's coming to Windows. Woo! Uh, I might pick that up. Fatal Frame is coming to Wii U. Finally, people who have been waiting for a Fatal Frame game coming out on Sunday. Uh, oh, do we have to do we have to have a typical rage out about the bikinis being removed for Nintendo costumes instead? No. Okay. I think I'm okay with that. Okay. But did the Japanese version not have the Nintendo's costumes? No. I didn't know that. That's cool. All right. Uh, Mugen Souls is uh, coming to Windows. <laughs> no, not a fan, Anna. Not a fan. Didn't Wheels review that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember it reviewing well. Assassin's Creed Syndicate's out this week on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, yeah, at some right. point it's out on PC I don't he gave remember it a when. 1 out of 5 ooh ouch let's see this can't be accurate because it says the legend of okay hold on ignore everything I've been saying because this isn't accurate not everything I've been saying um, let's see let me fix this I'm going to fix this right now because this is wildly wrong because it's telling me things that I know are out aren't are coming out which is like that doesn't make any sense all right so let me try this again that's more like it through the 21st how did i do that so wrong what the heck did i actually copy that went into there i don't know all right all right here's the actual from the 17th i'm sorry folks hold on oh that's all wrong too I'm failing hugely. I'm so sorry. Um, how did this happen? I somehow merged old data with new data, and so this whole thing is messed up. Uh, all right, I'm going to fix it right now, for real. For real this time, folks, for real. Okay. Oops. That's not how you fix it. That's how you fix it. Okay. So most of that stuff I just said is wrong. Kingdom's been out for a while. Um, all that other stuff um, ha came out weeks ago. So ignore everything I was saying. Also, Kingdom is a different game than Five Guardians of David. Oh, Five Guardians goodness. of David is the one that we're doing. Kingdom is another game. It came out weeks ago. Ignore, Like I said, ignore everything I said. How did you get such a bad list, Chris? I don't know. Should I actually edit the podcast and fix this? <laughs> I could. But wouldn't you rather see that me mess up? Effort, like. It does require effort. So... All right, so let me let me start the list over now that I've fixed it, okay? All right. PS3 is getting AU Senki. Like, everything's getting WRC5, PS3, PS4, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. WRC5? WRC5, What's which is World, World, Rally, World Rally, Championship. Rally Championship. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, turn left here. Okay, turn left. Um, it, I don't know, it's weird. Um, we've got Let's Sing coming to PS4 and the Wii and probably some other stuff, too. Um Beyond Two Souls is coming to PS4. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 8 Empires is coming to Vita, as is Tesla Grad. Um, as is, um, let's see what else is coming to Vita. Uh, no, I guess that's I it. Think that was it. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft Story Modes getting Episode 3 on a bazillion different platforms. 
So that's continuing to come out. Let's, they're real, being real steady with these Minecraft episodes. It's not episodic like I'm used to. It's like every couple weeks they've got another one. Um, uh, what else we got here? We've got a, a bunch of PC games, it looks like. So hold on. Are we done with Kansu? Oh, yeah. Wii U. Wii U's getting stuff. Lucentech Activate, which is an eShop game for 10 bucks. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash for 50 bucks. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival. Except on the... if you're in Canada. Isn't it like 90? I don't know. What is Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival? I don't know that one. Turbo Revival. Oh, that's a GBA game. Okay. Oh, no, it got changed down to 64.99. My bad. What did? Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Oh, good. Totem Topple. Is coming to the eShop for $3. And Typo Man, which actually looks really cool. eShop for $14. Oh, I liked it's their an in- announcement indie game. for that. It had typos in it. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh, uh, cute. Yeah, go check out Typo Man. That looks cool. Just see if you're into that. Um, all right. 3DS is getting some games. Uh, Family Fishing. I Love My Pony. <laughs> and Super Mystery Dungeon, of course, already came out. Um, let's see. And then we on to the PC. As Anna plays videos. What? Crap. Oh, yeah. You're playing movies. What am I playing? I don't know. Look at the tab that has uh, a speaker icon. That just that page just plays music and there's no way to turn it off. It is so annoying. You can mute tabs now in Chrome. Ugh, I don't know how to do that yet. You right click on the tab and go mute tab. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, let's see. We've got... Um, what was I talking about? PC. Uh, Strania, the Stella Machine, and Saint Seiya, Soldier's Soul, whatever that is. Uh, it's based on anime, right? So, yeah, that's one of the Namco Bandai beat 'em up things, I think. Oh, okay, of course. Twelve is better than six. Aegon, the Lost Sword of Toledo. Aquatica, spelled with a K. Angels that kill. Cardinal Quest Two. Is that is that a quest where you try to become the Pope? You're on the you're a cardinal on a quest. No. Celestial Tear, Demon's Revenge. Chronicles of a Dark Lord, Rhapsody Clash. Uh, Chrono Storm, Siberian Border. Actually, I think some of these already hit. Clonade. That's a visual novel. That came out to the U.S. on Steam. Oh, it's a remake, isn't it? Yeah. That's an old visual novel. Um, yeah, highly rated story of Clonade. Steam, improved visuals and stuff. Yeah, that's probably going to make you cry if you play that game. Um, well, anyway. And uh, Club Manager 2016. I don't know what you're managing. Club Manager. Just managing clubs? It's it's a version of Football Manager made by someone else. Oh, okay. And cheaper. Okay. (laughs) Probably not as good. Yeah. These guys on the the promo image are very happy. So must be a good game. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dungeon Kingdom, Sign of the Moon, Empires of Creation. Entropy Rising, Goblin Defender, Steel and Wood, which is a nice pun where it sounds like you're stealing wood, but okay. Goo Cublets 2, <laughs> totally better than Goo Cublets. Uh, Heresy, Heroes Never Lose, Professors, Puzzlers, Perpexing Ploy, Mayan Death Robots, which is a great title. Mordheim, City of the Damned, which I had hoped to play a little and talk about on the show this week, but I didn't get time to. Uh, Nusakana, One More Dungeon. Roth's child, the sheep will the sheep will wake. <laughs> Scourge of War, Waterloo, Signal to Noise, Super Snow Fight, Switch Galaxy Ultra, Tactical Soccer, the new season, 
The Consuming Shadow, The Deed, The Lost Island, The Tape, lots of the games this week, Thea, The Awakening, Time Tenchi, True Lovers Not, Umihara Kawase Shun Steam Edition. Wait, what? Umi- oh, yeah. Okay. That's the original Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, Vendetta, Curse of Raven's Cry, and Zero Punctuation Hatfall, Hatter, Hatter's Gonna Hat Edition. What? <laughs> Zero Punctuation made a game? It, they did. <laughs> they really did. Everyone relax. He put a hat on. What is this crap? Maybe this is it's a high energy game of skill and hat wearing. I don't know what's going on. It's $4. I'm sure there's... I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but it's got all the zero punctuation art. So there you go. If you're into Yahtzee, then you can go play that game. And that's it. Whew. Anything we missed, Alex, that we need to talk about? Did we miss Alex? No, Alex. Alex, gone. where'd he go? Did, Alex. Do you need to call him back? No, he's right here. Hello? Alex? He must have walked away. <laughs> he's like, I'm tired of this list. I'm walking away. <laughs> if you need to leave feedback for the show, which I'd really appreciate you doing. I love that we got phone calls again. Thank you. Three ways to leave feedback. The first way is the least reliable way because our spam is atrocious right now. But podcast at rpgamer.com. Send us an email message. We'll read it on the show if we can dig it out of the inbox. The second way is much more reliable. You go to message forums. Forums.rpgamer.com. Post a message in the show thread. Then I can read it here. Then finally, the most reliable. 608-729-4098. You've got very little competition with the phone calls. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it right here on the show. Um, Offer us snacks. Try to buy our horse Henry. You know, whatever you want to do. 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. Was that the name of the horse? I don't remember the name of the horse. I thought its name was Henry. Wasn't it? Oh my gosh, now I don't remember. Yeah, someone tried to buy the horse, so I haven't tried to do that in a while. Uh, all right, so there you go. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, uh, we need a title in the chat room. We're going to wrap up here. Anna and I need to go pick up a package from FedEx. It's snowing out. So everybody, go play your games. Uh, do we have a question for them, Anna? Um... How about what did you buy this month? Did, wait, did, no, we talked about that last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Um, hmm. Have we asked what people are going to put on their Christmas list? Ooh, what's on your Christmas list? I like it. What's on your Christmas list? Call in 608-729-4098 or leave it in the message forums or email it. The, probably do one first too. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, until then, from Alex, Anna Marie, and myself, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Leave a review on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. And um, we'll catch you next week. Um, turkey time next week. So yep. we are we are still podcasting because Anna and I are still in town this week, in this upcoming week. So we will have a uh, post-Black Friday impressions for you. So, ooh, there's my question. After you get home on Black Friday, tell us what you bought. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll save the Christmas list for later. Yes. Tell us what you bought on Black Friday. That's what I want to know. Online, what you waited in. If you have cool Black store, Friday stories of like people getting stampeded or something, tell us that too. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. <laughs>